La 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 Yoni Dawson refuses to be categorized the podcast. Welcome back, love loves. Uh, this week, I'm going to be doing another business success series, and I'm going to be talking about booking podcasts and interviews. I did talk about this topic a few podcast episodes ago, um, about how we fully booked our calendar out with podcast interviews. This time, I'm going to take kind of a more general approach and give you some tips about how to do the same in your business. Hooray! Uh, and if you want to check out the rest of the business success ser- series, if you go to leonidawson.com forward slash biz1, B-I-Z, number one, and then biz2, biz3, biz4, biz5, biz6, this is biz7. So you can go to leonidawson.com forward slash biz7 for the companion worksheet and um, to read all the shit and get the links and all that sort of stuff. So I'm a fan of podcasts and doing podcast interviews. They can really help you gain exposure along with developing your communication skills, refining your message and helping you find your people. So in terms of how I book podcast interviews, last year I put the call out to my mailing list and my social media accounts when I had them, letting people know that if they wanted to interview me for their podcast, show or magazine to email in and my assistant would get them booked. And there were significant pros and cons for that. So the pros were within two weeks, I was booked out for interviews for 10 months in advance. And the cons were the inbox was flooded with requests. My assistant was flat out for about three weeks getting everyone booked in. We didn't implement a screening process, nor did we automate the booking system. This meant there was like a large number of interviewers that forgot or just didn't turn up to the interviews or just weren't a good fit. And it was a really important lesson to learn. So this year we changed it up entirely so that the entire process is streamlined. We've got an ever-growing list of podcasts that I think would be a good fit that my assistant will then pitch to. We also use a pitch template that we heavily personalize for each podcast or interview we're pitching to. And we use Calendly to book interviews into the calendar. And then Calendly will also send out automated reminders 24 hours and one hour before the interview to minimize those missed interviews. And we can also ask our screening questions through it. It saves us oodles and poodles of time and a lot of uh, heartache. So I want to give you some tips about how to succeed at podcasts in interviews. First and foremost, you want to try and get in front of people who are you guessed it, your target market, because it's kind of useless talking to people who don't give a crap about what you're talking about or would never buy your thing. So you want to hang out where your audience is and really brainstorm like, okay, where are the people that need my thing hanging out? What are they already listening to? Um, And how can I get in front of their beautiful faces and ears? Now, when it comes to approaching larger podcasts, make sure that you check out their FAQs and their submission guidelines. Don't think that you're above them. Don't think it's a waste of your time. If you want to play in their territory, you need to play by their rules. Make it easy for the interviewer to say yes. Make it easy for them to think, oh my God, this is going to be so awesome for our people to listen to. And if you haven't listened to their podcast before, try listening to an episode or two, especially other interviews that they've done as well so you can get a an idea of their interview style when it comes to actually doing the interview you want to make sure you're really switching yourself on before the call like place yourself in the position of really connecting with listeners and in helping them in whatever way you can be in service to them 
it will light you up and it will light them up too and they're going to remember your authenticity your heart your advice your generosity your stories rather than like someone who's just there to tick it off their list also, know before interviews, whether it's going to be an audio interview or a video interview, I don't even want to tell you how many times I've been caught out and there's so many video interviews there are of me with like bed head and a very grungy shirt on and I also don't care, I will do it anyway. Um, but if you give a shit about that thing, those kinds of things, um, then you might want to think about that. And you also want to make sure beforehand if you can do an upsell or an invitation at the end. My advice for podcasts and interviews is to make it a softer option by inviting the audience to get your free opt-in offer. That way they don't feel sold to, but like they're getting a free gift from you. And that will develop more trust in you through you sending out your newsletters and eventually converting them into a customer. Instead of just saying, buy now, and 99% of people will say, nope, say, hey, I'd love to give you this free thing that will help you and 30% of them might say oh hey thanks lovely like appreciate it will do now in terms of if you want to do more guest blogs and interviews you can do things like asking if you've got a mastermind or any other forums that you hang out with if they want to do a trade you could advertise on your website that you're available for interviews you want to make sure that you're sharing what kind of topics you're happy to talk about send out an email to your list that you're happy to do interviews on such and such topics um, and make sure you if you've got a large list to have boundaries and systems in place to deal with a big influx of responses if you do have that big list and pitch to your favorite podcasts that are relevant to what you do and what you offer you will likely get much more traction pitching to smaller audiences, like to smaller podcasts, than just immediately going out and like looking at the top 10 and trying to hit them up. When you start out, you might want to consider saying yes to everything you can and focus on getting links back to your website, to your opt-ins and ultimately growing your mailing list. And as you grow bigger, you can start refining your goals more. You won't be able to say yes to everyone. You'll need to start building some parameters around who you do want to do podcasts and interviews for. And at some point, it's no longer profitable or if it like if you get to the point where it's no longer profitable or feasible for you to do podcasts and interviews for brand new audiences or ones that have like a very tiny audience, instead you might want to concentrate like on efforts that will like give you access to more people, focusing especially on those in your target market. Now here's a handy trick. If you have reached a point where you can't take on every interview on podcast, you can create a library of videos, articles, audio work workshops that you can offer in lieu of being a guest, in lieu of like offering original content. Now for me, like I'm much choosier with guest blogs and interviews because I just have to be, you know, for every yes I say there's an opportunity cross. If I agree to use an hour of my time for an audience of 50 people, I'm saying no to the potential of using my time in a better way to reach 10 times that amount. 
So in terms of my boundaries and guidelines, if someone wants to interview me, they have to answer our screening, screening questions, which are fairly lengthy and they give my assistant enough information about whether the audience is the right fit for me or not. And that way we don't have to go back and forth to ask questions. And if people don't answer all the questions or don't answer them properly, that's just an immediate red flag for me because it shows they don't respect my time. They're usually unprofessional, will have smaller list sizes, be late to interviews or otherwise be a major pain in the ass. I like it really is true that people usually show you who, who they are from the very beginning. Uh, late cancellations, no shows and rocking up to the interview 10 minutes late are totally not okay with me. If that happens I won't reschedule the interview. I respect other people's times and I don't work with non-professionals. Like we, like everyone makes mistakes yes and I absolutely make mistakes but my standard like i I would miss, I miss about one call a year and I feel fucking dreadful when I do. Um, and I always make sure that I completely make it up to that person however I can. Um, but unfortunately, like through my experience of like doing so many interviews over the last year, um, there's a lot of people who don't seem to be able to like get their calendar in order enough to be able to, um, you know, turn up to shit on time. I used to be like way more laid back about no-shows in the beginning, but unfortunately like for me, a lot of the calls I do are like 6.30 in the morning, especially for like American audiences. And to do those calls, it means that I have to wake up earlier than my usual wake up time. And um, it means that everybody in my house ends up waking up earlier because of it. And then they all have to do like, we have to rearrange the whole family schedule for them to get off to school without me. So it's not just my time. Like it's like my whole family's time that I have to be mindful of. And I'm just not going to sacrifice my time and my energy and my family for people who aren't integrity with like with doing what they're going to say they're actually going to do. So um, I have some podcast interview planning worksheets that I've made for you as well. Uh, if you go to leonidawson.com forward slash biz7, B-I-Z-7, you can download them there. Booking interviews really is a brilliant way to be introduced to a whole new audience. Anytime I'm interviewed, I'll always end up with new people signing up to my mailing list and buying my shit because listeners of the interview they're like introduced to me, they're introduced to my offerings and they resonate and it goes both ways as well. So like when I promote the interview by writing a blog post, putting it on my podcast page, I'm introducing my audience to the interview as well. So it's mutually mutually beneficial. So if you've been wondering like if it's time, I want you to know it is time. Start putting yourself out there, start pitching podcasts or people in your circle to interview you or start your own podcast. You've got your own experiences, perceptions and stories that no one else has and only you can tell them. I am cheering for you. I am rooting for you. I am doing all the things <laughs> uh, and I'm sending you so much love. Again, leonidawson.com forward slash biz7 for those worksheets and I can't wait to see what you create next. <laughs>